0: very special treat for you now here grammy-nominated cellist matt heimovitz is in town for a stop on his bach listening room tour he'll be at the crown station coffee house and pub on elizabeth avenue this evening at seven o'clock but first he stopped in here at the john clark performance studio for a live conversation and music matt good to have you here great to be here thanks tell, for having me yeah welcome uh, tell us about this this concept for this tour because you're not playing in big venues you're playing in coffee houses and pubs and in more intimate settings what's the uh, the idea behind it
1: right well I, I actually did something like this oh starting 15 years ago <laughs> where I, I played bach in alternative spaces coffee houses rock and roll clubs jazz clubs and i sort of took a break from the last for the last few years from that um doing other things but right now i'm i'm actually going back and re-recording the Bach cello Suites. I no longer recognize what I did 15 years ago, and now so, why, why is that? <laughs> well, it started um, with a number of things. I mean, I just uh, you know when I when I recorded it 15 years ago, I was really connected to the human face of Bach and humanizing the music and finding the affect and emotional content. But uh, I you know since then I've become very interested in the sense of polyphony, the voicing, the, the, uh, the dance rhythms and, and just sort of architecture of the forms, general architecture of the forms. And, uh, and then with the latest recording project, Beethoven period, where Chris O'Reilly and I are playing on, on period instruments from the early 19th century, I suddenly started to realize what it was like to play on gut strings. And, um, taking that further, I've, I've brought today a Baroque bow in addition to my cello being set up in a bar, mostly Baroque uh, way. And so that changes everything in terms of the philosophy of sound and sound production and articulation and how the music speaks and breathes. And uh, so, so all of, I mean, the, the, the tools came later in a way in terms of the evolution of my interpretation, but but uh, that just put it over the top. I, I just once I once I started using different tools, I thought, okay, I've I've got I've got to re-record these pieces.
0: Yeah, what is it about Bach that makes him, from a musician's perspective, what is it about Bach that you love? The layers, the richness,
1: the the uh, counterpoint, the. Uh, the depth of of what he's doing it's it's just you can, you truly can spend a lifetime with this composer and with with even one piece from this composer, and and it just you constantly are hearing new things and uh, you know unfortunately in performance you got to choose one way yeah you yeah. know in that moment and it's it's that's I mean I, I love that in performance because it's dangerous <laughs> anything can happen and and you sort of have to make it work. But with Bach, there are so many ways to, to approach it. And he even leaves it open to some degree. I mean, it, there's very little indication in his scores, in his manuscripts, of what the dynamic should be or what the tempo should be. I mean, it's, he really sort of trusts the, the performer to, or a good performer to, to make sense of what he's done well
0: let's hear some of it what are we gonna hear first well why don't
1: we start with a prelude as as we always should um this this is the prelude from the third suite okay in c major
0: okay That's the prelude from the uh, Cello Suite Number no. 3 by Johann Sebastian Bach. Matt Heimovitz in town uh, and live here in the John Clark Performance Studio at WDAV. I'm Matt Rogers. Uh, Matt Heimovitz is going to be at the uh, Crown Station Coffee House and Pub on Elizabeth Avenue in Charlotte tonight at 7 o'clock for one of these uh more intimate venues rather than a big concert hall playing where the people are right there up there in front of you listening to it I mean, that's the way it was done back back in Bach's
1: time i'm sure you yeah. know i think i think and you know with these instruments especially set up like this in a baroque way it's they are more intimate yeah. sounding and actually my tuning is different too i'm, I'm down at 415 a, a equals four fifteen. so f- for people who have perfect pitch it's kind of sounds odd i'm like basically half a step that was actually B major yeah. not C major <laughs> what I just played yeah and but it, what happens is that the cello resonates in this way mm-hmm. that is incredible like especially the the bass sort of really really just carries through and so you really hear multiple voices happening yeah. at once it's 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 pretty cool and it's great to hear it and up close in a, in one of these intimate spaces
0: yeah tell me about this cello because I've heard great things about it that it's a uh... It's beautiful, and it's so happy with these gut strings. It's, it it <laughs> loves
1: that. It just, I mean, and and this tuning too. Um, well, it's from seventeen ten, so it's ten years before Bach composed the Cello Suites. Uh, Matteo Goffriller, he was a Venetian maker. Uh, he actually came from Austria, and there were there were a bunch of, of Austrian German makers who sort of settled in Venice, and he was one of the, one of the best, maybe the best, especially for cellos, of his time. So you're holding
0: a 300-year-old,
1: I, over 300 years old, and uh, it just—it's so happy with this original setup. <laughs> I can't tell you. I mean, it just—it's—it's uh, it's fun to to hear it like this and to imagine. You know, Vivaldi was working at that time in in Venice. Maybe maybe he commissioned it for the ospedale for one of the girls. It's a little smaller than
2: yeah. <laughs> than
1: your normal cello. So I I like to imagine that. And and uh, this is probably what it sounded like yeah. back then, 300 years ago. So we have a direct connection
0: back that's amazing well let's hear a couple more selections from that cello suite the sarabande and the gig great you want me to play them back to back sure okay sounds good two
1: dance movements if you're driving don't dance (laughs) just keep, keep driving
0: That's Grammy-nominated cellist Matt Heimovitz here live in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV playing the Sarabande and the Gigue from the cello suite No. 3 by Johann Sebastian Bach. Uh, Matt, we've talked about why musicians love Bach. What is it specifically about these cello suites that make them so enduring? Well, who knows? I mean,
1: it's it, 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 you know, you can play it for... A young person of four or five years old, you can play it for an older person. You can play it for a rock and roller. You can play it for a classical music lover, and it somehow speaks to them. I think there's something about um, the single voice instrument creating a whole universe of sound, really, and, and form. And this, kind of there's a story, there's a narrative to each one in a way, operatic, you could say, yeah. um, even though it's so abstract and everybody hears something different, and at different times you hear different things, and, and it's just it's so rich. Uh, there's not a, a note out of place
0: in, in this music. Yeah, so and, and, yeah, and when you hear it up close, like folks are gonna hear it tonight in that intimate setting, you really don't miss other instruments. It, it feels perfectly fine just hearing this one.
1: It's pretty amazing that, that he could do that. I mean, many, many composers since have written now for, for solo cello as a result of these pieces. And uh, I can't think of anything still to this day that that sort of um, deals with with this sense of polyphony mm-hmm. uh, in such a satisfying and and rich way. Yeah, how did you fall in love with the cello? Uh, I fell in love. Well, I grew up with with classical music in the home. You know, I grew up in Palo Alto, California, and uh, sort of Central European household, and and we listened to a lot of. Classical music at home, and my mother was a pianist, piano teacher, and took me to many concerts. And I heard the great cellist Mstislav Rostropovich mm-hmm. play a recital. And I, I, for me, it was much more exotic, and intriguing, an instrument than the piano. Piano yeah. was so easy; you just you just press a key down, <laughs> and and the sound comes out. That's that's nothing. But the uh, I'm just kidding. Um, the but the for the cello, uh, you know, I, I was like, how how do you make a sound like that out of, out of that instrument? And I I sort of. That first year, I wanted to know everything about it. I was eight eight years old.
0: Yeah, I've heard some cellists say that they would they couldn't imagine going a day without playing something from the Bach cello suites. Is that do you do that as well or
1: pretty much? I mean, from the time that I was, I would say yeah, nine, eight, nine years old. Um, I had also one of my early teachers was a student of Pablo Casals, and that was so two movements of Bach were part of the diet every every single day. So and it's it's interesting. It's it's as a cellist, it, it, there's an autobiographical sort of sense to it. You you know, I know where I was when I first you know heard these pieces from those early LPs of Casals. I, I uh, then interpreting them myself. You know, going through you know. Uh, times where my instincts were incredibly strong with them and then wanting to put them away for years because i was so intimidated by them and then coming back to them and and now with the taking the tools of the time with the with the baroque cello and i have a cello piccolo don't miss tonight's show because i will have a cello piccolo with five strings very rare to have the sixth suite which bach uh intended for this for this new yeah. technology of the time the the, the the five string
0: cello. And you can hear Matt Heimovitz again tonight at seven o'clock at the Crown Station Coffee House and Pub on Elizabeth Avenue in Charlotte. That's at seven o'clock, and there's more information about the concert on our website, wdav.org. Just look at the uh, events calendar for more information. Let's hear what many listeners will have heard it at least a few times right. uh, probably the most famous part of his cello suites uh, this prelude from yes the Choice. opening
1: the opening prelude and i probably won't play this tonight although you never know who knows Will because uh, I, I really would like to play the sixth suite on that on that cello piccolo and and one of the other suites or two of the other suites but um but here for you i will play the prelude from the first suite which has been featured well it's it's practically pop culture now I yeah. it sure turns up everywhere guy, car commercials and <laughs> <laughs> everywhere
2: everywhere Thank <laughs> you.
0: it's live in the john clark performance studio on wdav playing the prelude to box cello suite number one matt i'm wondering do you, uh, you've played these cello suites so many times do you have a favorite
1: right now i have to say uh normally i, I would say the fifth suite really yeah um but i you know they're all so great yeah. but uh i have to say that now i i'm i'm the sixth the sixth suite is uh is really I'm haunted by it because of this cello, the cello piccolo. Playing it on on there, it's like a whole new piece, and and you suddenly hear you know all these chords that he wanted, and and uh, the intimacy of it, and and uh, the virtuosity of it, expanding the range of what the cello can do. Mm-hmm. So, I have to say, I'm really really enjoying the sixth suite right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it about the fifth that you? The loved? fifth is just I, I just find uh, so profound. It's you know it's it just cuts to through your core, basically, and, and just, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's the kind of piece that you, no words could, you know, you, you wouldn't want to utter those words that have to do with that piece, you know, yeah. but, but through music, you can sort of go into that, into that space, and, uh, and I, it's just, uh, also there, he, he retunes the cello, it's a dura, so the A string comes down to a G, and that creates a very, dark
0: sound, sound world. When you record these at the end of this tour that you're on, are you going to record it with the, or the sixth, are you going to record it with the uh, cello piccolo? Yeah. Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. Yes, I have a, it's actually not my cello piccolo. It's on loan to me by a very generous borough cellist outside of Philadelphia. And and, uh, she, she has loaned it to me to to record on uh, later, later in April. Very nice. So absolutely. There's no turning back. I'm not sure I could ever play it again on four strings. It's just, it's so good on on the
2: five-string instrument. Matt Heimovitz, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Great to be here.